Victoria presents the Novel Psychoactive Substances Seminar. Join four of Australia's leading experts on novel psychoactive substances. Dr. David Caldicott, Fiona Patton, Dr. Stephen Bright and Stephanie Genetis will discuss the prevalence, trends in use, legality and effects of novel psychoactive substances. Tuesday the 28th of July, 2 until 6pm at the Supper Room in Melbourne's Town Hall. Tickets are available via Harm Reduction Victoria's website, hrvic.org.au. Harm Reduction Victoria is a non-for-profit community organisation. Harm Reduction Victoria... At 17 seconds after 8.15, on the clear, bright morning of August 6, 1945, an atomic bomb was dropped on Hiroshima, Japan. August 6 and 9 marks 70 years since the U.S. atomic bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki, which claimed more than 200,000 lives. Join the international campaign to abolish nuclear weapons, ICANN, for Australia's first ever screening of the extraordinary 1953 film Hiroshima. Thursday, August 6 at 6.30, Collide Theatre, Melbourne. Bookings at icanw.org.au. Proceeds support ICANN's work to ban and eliminate the 15,000 nuclear weapons that exist in the world today. ICANN is a 3CR supporter. Bisexual Alliance is a non-profit organisation dedicated to raising awareness and supporting people who are bisexual, people who are multi-gender attracted, their partners and their families. Bisexual Alliance runs several monthly discussion groups in and outside of Melbourne to offer support, a safe space to chat about your experiences and to explore others' experience of multi-gender attraction. These groups are for bisexuals, those who are questioning and their loved ones. For more information, visit bi-alliance.org or email info at by-alliance.org Hello listeners, welcome to Queering the Air, you're on 3CR 855 AM, I'm here this is Amy, I'm here with Sasha Hi listeners <laughs> And today we're going to be welcoming our um, one of our newest presenters and producers Jules, she's not with us just at the minute but she will be coming in shortly, so we're really excited to welcome Jules to the program uh, so, once to acknowledgement of country to begin, um, that we're broadcasting on the la- land, sorry, the land of the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. This land was sto- is stolen and was never ceded. We pay our respects to elders past and present. So, um, today we've got a few things lined up. Uh, we're going to be discussing um, RISE's response to the ALP um, policy around turning back the boats. Uh, we're going to have an interview with uh, that Jules did with a Masal collective member about the Mapuche Aboriginal struggles for Indigenous land, um, which is an historic exchange project between First Nations people in this country and the Mapuche people of Chile. And uh, we're going to talk about highlights of the Melbourne International Film Festival and other event announcements. And we've also got some great queer tracks coming up for you guys. I'm particularly excited about the music today, so I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> Um, so I wanted to start actually just by doing a little bit of a plug um, for a fundraiser. It's called Sammy's Day. So um, so Sammy is um, also known as Ms. Drew, uh, was recently, uh, who is actually a, um, has been a broadcaster and presenter at Joy FM, um, known on The Wet Spot, um, and yes, we are with Lisa Robbins, um, and also a technical producer for the Sat Mag, um, was recently diagnosed with breast cancer, um, and so there's actually a big fundraiser being held for them today. 
um, at Piercing HQ, which is 1B12 Hoddle Street in Melbourne. And so that's from 12 to 7. 12 to 4 is for women only, um, although there will be some men running events. Um, and 4 to 7 p.m. is mixed entry. So that's $5 for entry. And then I think there's a whole heap of activities there that will, you know, cost extra money so they can raise the um, the aimed $10,000 um, that they're looking to aim overall for Sammy's treatment. So you can have a look at the website. It's www.sammysday.info. Um, and that's happening today at the Piercing HQ. So we're going to go to a track now. Um, This is called Girl by the Internet. Hello, listeners. You are on Queering the Air from 3CR Community Radio. And um, I'm Sasha, and we're listening. Um, and we were just listening to a track called Girl by the Internet. Um, so, up next, we've um, got a bit of a discussion on the proposed, well, actually, the um, no longer proposed, the actual changes to the Australian Labor Party's refugee and asylum seeker policy. Um, So we're going to be covering that a little bit. So um, the ALP's national conference is currently underway and um, the leader of the opposition and that political party, Bill Shorten, has outlined what would be his government's policy of um, on, refu- on refugees and asylum seekers, um, which disturbingly includes um, a turn the boats back policy, which will sound very familiar because that is the current Abbott government's policy. Um, and so at the national conference, the LP has voted in favour of this turn the boats back platform, which in effect means that both our major political parties have very similar policies relating to refugees and asylum seekers. Um, It's a very disappointing and scary turn of events, and we urge our listeners to attend upcoming protests in major city centres that will be occurring. We'll post the details of these um, protests on our Facebook page. Queering the Air stands in solidarity with refugees and asylum seekers, and we reject the inhumane racist asylum seeker policies of these two major political parties. I'm now going to read a media release from RISE, Refugees, Survivors and Ex-Detainees on this issue. For more information about RISE, to become involved or donate to their campaigns, please visit their website, which is riserefugee.org. So this is their media release. Bill shortening the lives of asylum seekers. Get killed in your lands, not on our shores. RISE, Refugees, Survivors and Ex-Detainees condemns the leader of the opposition Australia Labor Party ALP Bill Shorten for his support of the Abbott government's policy of pushing back refugee boats. Bill Shorten has made disingenuous claims that such a policy is required to stop deaths at sea. If Mr Shorten was genuinely concerned about the deaths at sea, why was he silent when hundreds of Rohingya refugees lost their lives in the Asia-Pacific region during the last few months. They were left floating in the middle of the ocean in leaky boats for several weeks while countries including Australia and Malaysia pushed them back into the sea. Meanwhile, Bill Shorten and his advisers continued to peddle the dodgy Malaysian refugee resettlement deal 
pushed by the Gillard government back in 2011 as a safe option. This deal involves the deportation of refugees who came to Australia by boat to Malaysia, a country that has not signed the UN Torture Convention, let alone the UN Refugee Convention. Stateless Rohingya refugees could not be included in the resettlement quota that was part of this deal due to the due to a bureaucratic technicality that places them in a separate UNHCR category. Um, in Malaysia, uh, it is in Malaysia that more than 300 bodies of suspected Rohingya human traffic victims were discovered in mass graves this year. AOP policymakers also ignore the fact that, in addition to hosting over 100,000 refugees, Malaysia also has about uh, 90,000 stateless people in the island of Borneo. Their struggle for Malaysian citizenship rights remain unresolved. As Australian politicians trumpet their white supremacist stop-the-boats mantra cloaked in faux compassion for refugee deaths, they conveniently ignore Australia's hand in the US invasion of Iraq and Afghanistan, one of the largest sources of forcibly displaced people in the world. This rhetoric this rhetoric from our politicians shroud refugee deaths on land and sea due to increasing militarisation of borders, such as Australia's own Operation Sovereign Borders, while weakening already inadequate humanitarian safeguards. Australian politicians have also misappropriated the narratives of the Vietnamese refugee community by claiming that Australia's offshore resettlement policy for refu- for Vietnamese refugees was a, was a success because it stopped deaths at seas. However, if we look at the statistics of those fleeing Vietnam in the 1970s, many more perished fleeing over land than by boat. Vietnamese Australian author Kat Tao Nguyen, who launched her memoir, We Are Here, with Rise this month, has stated that about 50% of the Vietnamese refugees who fled by boat in the 1970s died, while researchers estimate that only 10% of those who fled by land survived. So um, that's just our Queering the Air's brief coverage of these changes to the ALP's policy, which leaves voters in a very difficult position in the upcoming election when both major parties do support um, these really dangerous policies. Um, yeah, and again, for more um, information, please check our Facebook page. We'll be posting upcoming protests. And um, yeah, so. I think, I think now those protests become you know, even more and more important, you know, as we're actually, you know, like I think that for a long time people have kind of thought that our oh, Labour will turn around, like, you know, the left of Labour will, you know, gain momentum. Absolutely. And, you know, that, that they will be able to turn these policies around and we'll see this really kind of progressive change and I think like that's just that's not happening it's not going to happen mm. I think that we really need to stop looking to political parties to create these changes like we are now responsible you know if, if you know if people didn't already feel that you know now I think the burden really rests on you know the rest of you know Australian residents Australian you know people that live here mm. um, to really step up and um, you know and the international community at large, really, I suppose, as well, but particularly, you know, for those of us who live here, um, you know, to say enough is enough, you know. These, yeah, these absolutely. are not okay and we won't, we won't stand for them. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, okay, so now we're going to go to a couple more tracks. Um, so this... Yeah, super hard. 
Hey folks, how are you going? This is Queering the Air on 855 AM on 3CR Community Radio. I'm Sasha and I'm here with my regular co-host Amy and also with a new collective member we've got Jules. Hi Jules. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, good. Welcome <laughs> to Queering the Air. Thanks. Um, so Jules, we're going to be um, airing your first interview, um, which... Uh, yeah. Yeah, so would you like to tell us a little bit about that before it goes to air? Uh, sure, just briefly. It's because um, the interview is pretty, um, it goes a lot into it, but it's an um, interview with um, the Maswell Collective, which is um, the Mapuche Aboriginal Struggles for Indigenous Land project. And it's um, a really exciting project. So um, I hope you enjoy the interview. Thanks very much. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Um, it's only been launched in the last year and it's um, a historical project um, and we have today in the studio Marion. Um, hey Marion, how you doing? Good, thanks. How you going? Good, thanks. Um, so yeah, um, let's just go into it. So what's the MASL project? Uh, so MASL stands for Mapuche Aboriginal Struggles for Indigenous Land and basically it's an exchange project. So it's going to be held, it's organised for October next year, and it's going to be an exchange between First Nations activists and communities here, and Mapuche Indigenous activists and communities in Chile and Argentina. And the first leg of it is that people from here will travel over to Chile, and then the second leg is that Mapuche activists will come over here. And then, then also, a part of the whole process is that everything will be recorded as well and documented and then that will form a documentary that will be about 60 minutes duration and that's going to be distributed internationally. Awesome. Cool. Um, yeah, could you tell us a bit, I guess, about the, the, the struggles of the Mapuche people in Chile? Yep, so the purpose of the exchange is to build bridges of solidarity between communities that Indigenous communities that are fighting for their rights yeah. and defending their land. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so the, the history of the Mapuche resistance is very long. It's been about 500 years since Spanish invasion. Um, and more recently, the Mapuche people have to deal with a lot of repression from the Chilean state. Um, the, and a lot of that's to do with the anti-terror laws. Um, during the Pinochet dictatorship, anti-terror legislation was written into the constitution um, but that legislation is still there, even though the dictatorship was overthrown. And But the terror laws, the anti-terror laws, are ex- basically exclusively applied to Mapuche people when they try to protest or defend their land. Um, and so there's quite a lot of Mapuche activists that have been put into jail as political prisoners. And, yeah, so the anti-terror laws are applied and the communities are militarised, so the police Mm. and the Chilean state invade Mapuche land and put extreme repression on the communities whenever they try to resist or stand up or defend their land, Um, and they're treated as terrorists, basically. Um, And, yeah, it's very exclusively applied, like the anti-terror law is very exclusively applied to Mapuche people. And yeah, and so then as well as um, dealing with the repression from the Chilean state, the Mapuche communities also have 
multinational companies coming and invading their land. So there's mining companies, there's forestry companies and hydroelectric companies. And so the campaign and the exchange is also, you know, denouncing what the what those companies do, which is invade Indigenous land, exploit the land, poison the land and displace Mapuche people, make them have to leave their land. And so... Um, and so there's huge parallels between Chile, what's happening in Chile with the Mapuche communities and what's happening here in this country. Mm. So, you know, for example, you know, BHP and Rio Tinto mining in Arabana land up in Roxby Downs and countless other examples of in mining companies and multinational companies in this country invading and exploiting Indigenous land and displacing people, forcing people off their land. Okay, thanks for the detailed response to the question. Um, there obviously seems to be um, similarities and parallels between the struggles that are faced by the two communities. Um, and so next week there's a fundraising event in Footscray. Yeah. Can you um, tell us a bit more about it? Yeah, so Massel is supporting this um, fundraising event which is being um, organised by the Latin American Solidarity Network. Um, and it's a film, going to be a film screening of a documentary, which is a new one called The Voice of the Mapuche People, which has just been made recently. Um, and it's a really amazing film, like a really good introduction for anyone who's never heard of the Mapuche people before or heard anything about the history. Um, and it's going to be shown at Hotshots Cafe. So on Thursday, the 6th of August, um, and Hotshots is at, 20 Buckley Street, Footscray, and, and there'll be dinner and a bar probably as well. Um, and it'll be a fundraiser for LASNET for a conference which they're organising in November later this year, the Multinationals Out Conference. Yeah, and LASNET is fundraising to bring one Mapuche leader to Melbourne for the conference. So that will involve them doing a speaking tour here and visiting with visiting and meeting with different groups um, and so, yeah, that's really exciting. That's going to be later in this year in November. Um, and so, yeah, so that film night is going to be a fundraiser for those airfares. And also on August the 6th, after the Melbourne Anarchist Book Fair, there's going to be an after party. Wait, is it the 8th? Oh, yep, that's true. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so on August the 8th, there's going to be an after party for the Anarchist Book Fair, which is going to be an all-night warehouse party, which will also be raising funds for those airfares to bring speakers to the Multinationals Out Conference. So, yeah, people can go to the Facebook, I believe, uh, to find out yep. info about more events. Yeah. For more events and for yeah, more so, details about the project. Yeah, so there's going to be lots of upcoming um, activities and fundraisers because the to, to fully fund the whole project, the airfares, the transport, the food accommodation to and from Chile... And all of the documentary, uh, the document, the the documentary, um, (laughs) uh, yeah, all the filming costs for the equipment and the labour and everything. It's so it's a really big undertaking. So it's about sixty thousand dollars that needs to be raised by June next year. Mm. So we're on the warpath with fundraising. (laughs) And there's a crowdfunding campaign. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming up. Yeah, it's going to be launched on um, July the thirtieth. And just, yeah, all the information is on the Facebook, if you Facebook Massel, 
um, you'll be able to find a link to the crowdfunding and any upcoming so like fundraising the, events. Like the Facebook page. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. People can find more information there. And also, if people are interested to volunteer or want to help out in any way, um, just get in t- contact with Marisol. She's the project coordinator. If you email Marisol, M-A-R-I-S-O-L dot Salinas, S-A-L-I-N-A-S at foe, F-O-E dot au. Um, if you give her an email, then just with your contact name and your number and details and anything, any skills or anything that you can have to offer, then that will be awesome. Yeah, we look forward to hearing much more about Marisol in the near future. Cool, yeah, thanks for having us. No props. Um, and we're going to go out with a song. Uh, could you tell us a little bit about it? Um, oh, yeah, this is a song by Anna Tiju. Um, it's called Somosul, and it means we are the sound. Hi, everybody. This is Queering the Air. My name is Sasha, and... Um, we just listened to a bunch of tracks. So that was Hope There's Someone by Anthony and the Johnsons. Um, before that, we listened to Somosur by Anna Tijo. Before that, because we played a whole bunch in a row, um, we also heard... Oh, yeah. So <laughs> just before we back announced the interview that we did, we also heard um, Kittens by Sapphic Musk and also Let's Pretend We Don't Have Feelings by Gamus. So, um, Jules, we also played an interview that you did. Um... Yeah. Um, so it was just um, the interview with the Muscle Project, um, which is... <coughs> sorry, the Mapuche Aboriginal Struggles for Indigenous Land Project. And I'll just plug some of the events that are coming up. So, yeah, July 30th, 30th there's a crowdfunding campaign. Um, July 30th, there's a, sorry, there's a crowdfunding campaign. Um, <clears throat> and it, if you like the Massel Facebook page, if you don't just type Massel into your search bar, it'll come up. Um, and then August 6th, there's a party at Hot Shots. Um, and August 8th, um, there's a warehouse party um, that's going to go towards the project. And it's really important that you can, um, that you donate and support the project if you're able to. Um, yeah. Yeah, this sounds like great um, fundraisers as well as um, yeah. Yeah, so yeah the, the one on the sixth was um, yeah, the, uh, as Marion was saying before in the interview, um, a, um, a a movie night um, that explains what's happening and um, in Chile with the Mapuche people. Yeah. Great. Cool. All right. So um, <clears throat> excuse me. It's all about the. It, yeah, I'm not. Anyway, <laughs> moving along. Uh, to plug some events that are happening at Hairs and Hyenas over the next week. So, um, Lana Wolf, who's actually a Joy FM presenter, has actually been running a series of events. So, it's actually not just this week coming up, but, um, uh, but, but in general, runs a monthly event. So, there's two actually. It's queer. So, the group on Facebook is called Queer Political People and Histories. And so she runs a Q&A session event um, 
And this August 3rd, which is a Monday, I believe, um, they're doing a session on marriage equality, um, inclusion or assimilation. So that starts at 7 p.m. Um, and it's $15 wage or $10 concession. And you can book through trybooking.com or go to the Facebook page and it has the more clear link. Um, also, I'm sure that Hairs and Hyenas would have on their webpage the link on there. So this, uh, the other event she runs is a book club. Um, and that's on the 2nd of August this month. Um, and it's going to be Gender Outlaw, The Next Generation, which is edited by Kate Bornstein and Esper Bergman. Well, so, that's exciting. Yeah. Um, I've actually not been to, to any of those book club events, but she's been doing a lot of really cool books. Um, yeah, cool. So, yeah. So I reckon um, that and those are actually free. The, the, book, um, the book club events are free. So um, great kind of... Um, yeah, thing to get along to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the third thing, actually, that's being run also, um, <clears throat> sorry, at Hairs and Hyenas is called um, a midwinter special event, Naming, Blaming and Social Media, a discussion. Um, so I'm actually just going to read out the blurb they have because I thought it was quite good. Um, calling out, calling in, pitchfork mobs, hanging judges, justice and just us, accountability, responsibility, friending and defriending. Is being ganged up online just as brutal as being ganged up in the street? Is there a difference between virtual threats of violence and personal threats of violence? Can online ever be a safer space? Can we take up virtual space to account for the lack of physical space some of us are allowed? Why do we read the comments? Why do we write such comments? What are the social, legal and emotional consequences of social media? Naming, blaming and social media explores these questions and so many more. Oh, sounds interesting. Yeah, so they're going to have Clementine Ford, who's um, you know, oh. quite a name at the moment, feminist um, freelance writer, broadcaster, public speaker. Um, Lauren Stardust, who is um, a feminist uh, who has, has, apparently has a big social media following. I'm not familiar, familiar with them. Um, and Natalie Hendry, um, who's actually doing some research into social media, um, particularly looking at uh, social media, mental illness and visibility of young people's experiences, particularly deliberate self-injury on spaces like Tumblr and issues of anim- anonymity, shame and intimacy. Okay. Mm, so that sounds pretty interesting. Um, and that's uh, $15 wage, $10 concession. Again, um, you can look at the tribe booking site to, um, or Hairs and Hyenas to book tickets. Yeah. And also talking about things that are coming up, the Melbourne International Film Festival is fast approaching. So that's going to be going from the <coughs> 30th of July to the 16th of August. Um Next show, we're actually going to be airing a review that I am going to write of one of the um, films called Gaby Baby, which is about the experiences of young um, young people who have been raised in queer families. Um, and if we're lucky, we might also get an interview with the director, cool. Maya Newell. Um, so, yeah, there's there are a bunch of films at the um, Melbourne International Film Festival that sound really interesting that you would, you know, should definitely get along to see too if you've got the funds and if you have the time. Um, so Gaby Baby is definitely one of them. Um, there's another um, called uh, Clan, which is about a, um, a young man who is... Um, kind of finds a new identity belonging to the first gay rugby union um, club in Sydney, uh, the Sydney Convicts. 
Um, there's another um, a film called... Um, uh, sorry, sorry guys, where's it gone? Um, a film documentary called Do I Sound Gay? Which is about a man um, who speaks of his own internalised homophobia and struggling with the way that he speaks. And it's sort of a bit of an exploration of the socio-political um, embodiment of being queer, but also um, he speaks to a bunch of um, speech specialists and other people about whether the, <laughs> the gay accent, as some people call it, is inherited or whether it's learned. Um, so I thought that yeah. sounded like it might be good. Might, yeah. So there's a bunch of other things. Um, really I Yeah, yeah. Um, you, can, um, you can go online. Their website is... Um, miff.com.au um, you can search tags like disability or activism or LGBTQI or gay um, when I searched LGBTQI gay baby, baby actually didn't pop up so it's definitely worth kind of having mm. a bit of a fish around if you can get your hands on um, a paper copy of the program you can all just, also just google the films like I actually googled gay baby babies Melbourne Film Festival yep, and so, yep, yep, so you can definitely up. find the details really quickly just by googling and if you just kind of want to see what else is on a paper version of the program I found is really handy but mm-hmm. anyway um, so yeah that's from the 30th of July to the 16th of August and um, we're just going to go to another track now um, this is Heterosexuality It's No Good For Me it's a bit of a Queering the Air classic we're playing it in honour of Jules starting the on the collective we were just joking about this song it's the song that we tend to play every now and again when when the feeling comes upon us (laughs) (laughs) and heterosexuality it's no good for me is by it is by (laughs) dosh luckwell here we go folks Hi, listeners. This is Queering the Air. That was Heterosexuality. It's No Good by Dosh Luckwell. Our favourite Queering the Air song. Yeah. Anthem. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So we're about out of time, um, folks. So, um, yeah, so it's been lovely to be in the studio again with you you all. Um, Yeah, so... um, Thank you to Jules, our new presenter. Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, it's been great. So you can um, also, if you missed anything on the show today,